Listener beware! You gave us the scares! Hey, Goosepunks! Welcome to Theories and Queries, our mini-sode. Theories and Queries. Where? (laughs) It's the one where we tell you about cool things that Goosepunks are doing and saying and thinking, and we turn our podcast into a collaboration, and we put our heads together to think about this Goosebumps verse. Yeah. I'm Alyssa. I'm Andy. Let's get into it. This week, we've got a lot of stories for you. I think that's our theme today. Yeah, stories from you, stories to share, stories you told us about. That's right. So first and foremost, we want to thank Goosepunks Will and Alex for writing in to tell us that X-Force is a real comic, not just something R.L. Stein made up. Yeah, so I thought there was an X-Force comic maybe in the early 2000s, but it turns out it was actually around, is an X, X-Men spinoff, and it was around in the early 90s, right around the time R.L. Stein was writing this. So, hey, when he's saying X-Force, potentially it's a shout out to this real X-Men spinoff series. What I want to know then from the Goosepunk Nation is, is there any relationship between X-Force, the comic series, and the Goosebumps series? Is there some reason for shouting out this spinoff in particular? Yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also possible R.L. Stein is just didn't know about X-Force and just came up with a name for a comic series that he thought sounded real. And then it unfortunately turned out to be real. But <laughs> but yeah, both are possible. So let's see what we can come up with That's anyway. right. Add to our theories. Speaking of comics, we got great comics content from Goosepunk Thomas, who said that, first of all, Thomas is liking the podcast. Thank you. And once Thomas saw the whole queer thing, I just had to jump in. If you want that sweet gay Goosebumps, parentheses, gay bumps content, (laughs) IDW has you covered. So IDW is a publishing company that does comics and graphic novels. It stands for Idea and Design Works, and they are responsible for a series of Goosebumps spinoff graphic novels that I had never heard of before. Yeah. Yeah, but they look amazing. There's one called Download and Die. See, that's so up my alley. I love horror that doesn't understand the internet. Yeah, I know, me too. And this seems like it's kind of like, say, Cheese and Die, but Mm -hmm. for the internet age, right? And uh, it has a queer main character. And then uh, there were a couple other characters in the IDW Goosebumps comics that are queer. My one I was most excited about is the mom from we're going to get into in a couple weeks here, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to cover the girl who cried monster. And the mother from that in the comics world, these IDW comics, is actually queer and is with a demon of some kind, but like a lady demon. I think we have to get our hands on those at some point. And read yes. Them. Thank you so much, Thomas, for making us aware of this. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, so in addition to telling us what stories we should go and read, Goosepunks came through on sharing their own stories this week. Do you want to kick us off, AC? That's right. So this comes from Goosepunk Devin. They write, Goosebumps holds a special place in my heart because it was the source of my first act of rebellion as a child. The Scholastic Book Fair was coming to my school soon, and out of nowhere my mom made the arbitrary decision to ban me from buying any Goosebumps books. Side note, Devin is an awesome storyteller. (laughs) So, this was unexpected because I was extremely well-behaved and had literally never been banned from doing anything in my young life. I mean, I was allowed to watch The Simpsons regularly, so this rule felt quite uncalled for. I mean, this is very relatable content at this point. I think both of us were kids who rarely did wrong, but it turns out that doesn't keep people from telling you no. I know. Yeah. We're still finding that. (laughs) Devin writes, anyway, it's finally time to hit up the book fair, and I say fuck it. 
Except not actually, because as I said, I was a meek second grader. I just love the idea of this little kid going to the book fair being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm buying a book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the kind of rebelliousness that you and I can relate to. Yeah. Although one time I did steal Lifesavers, which is much worse, I think. Yeah, that's very bad. Very, very bad, Andy. It was bad because they turned out to be buttered rum flavor, which was disgusting. (laughs) So basically, the crime ended up being its own punishment. I also once stole stickers that were of Jesus. They were were pictures of Jesus. (laughs) Anyway, this isn't about me. I love that story. Did you ever steal anything? I was too afraid of getting caught. Dude, you, I know you stole a candle one time from a restaurant in New York. Oh, yeah. So, um, Goose Punk Lou, shout out. We were out at a bar in New York, and we'd had a few, and there just happened to be some fake candles on the bar table, and as we were leaving, Lou just grabbed one and dumped it in my bag. Mm-hmm, yeah, you, you, you didn't steal it, it just walked out with you. I'm the Greg in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you liked him. There you go. Okay, let's get back to Devin's story. Okay, so Devin says, fuck it, I'm buying Goosebumps. Wielding only my determination and a $5 bill, I picked up Why I'm Afraid of Bees and checked it out. I hid the book in my backpack when I got home, but my mom searched it. An invasion of privacy that would only worsen as I got older. And I got yelled at or something. I don't even remember. Obviously, punishments were pretty loose in my household. I even got to read the book anyway, although I have no memory of the plot. (laughs) Welcome to our lives. (laughs) I just remember the cover had a picture of a creature with a bee body and a boy head and what's not to love about that. (laughs) Yeah, well, this really makes me wonder if why I'm afraid of bees, what lessons it might have to teach us about childhood disobedience. If you want more great content from Devin, you can find them on Twitter at PokeProfSparrow. You can also find them streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ProfSparrow. Awesome. All right, we've got another fun childhood story from Goosepunk Renshwan. Renshwan was listening to the episode about Stay Out of the Basement, where we talked about eugenics and specifically Cold Spring Harbor mm-hmm. in New York, where it was once the center of eugenical research in the U.S., and now really doesn't like to talk about that, Yeah, uh, even as it does ongoing genetics research that maybe in some cases has similar ends in mind. So it turns out Renchwant has personal connection to Cold Spring Harbor. He had no idea about the lab being a center of eugenics research, but he did know about James Watson, who lives on the property. Yeah. Yeah, so we know him from Watson and Crick, and... Didn't you trespass in his garden? Yes. (laughs) With two total strangers and my friend, Alad, we were just like, let's run through the lawn. (laughs) I dare you. It was like, we were definitely 28 or 29, but suddenly we were 11, you know? (laughs) Um, so we know James Watson from Watson and Crick and the less often cited Rosalind Franklin, who together discovered DNA double helix. Well, he's still knocking around at uh, Cold Spring Harbor laboratories and occasionally shows up in the news because he said something racist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Renshwan says he, when he was in fifth grade, went to the lab there for a field trip. And on the tour they took, all they told us, including the chaperones, was how to isolate DNA using cool procedures, which does seem cool. But Renchuan says it's so much PR in retrospect. Head shake. (laughs) Thank you, Renchuan. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Goosepunk Tyler wrote in to urge me in particular to give Frisbee another shot. Tyler writes that to clarify sort of what Frisbee games there are, Ultimate Frisbee and Disc Golf. Only two. No other Frisbee games. There's no other Frisbee. Tyler writes, 
they are two separate and very different sports. One is like low contact football slash soccer and looks like this. And he sent us a gif of a dude jumping over another dude, which is pretty impressive. That was apparently at the collegiate nationals. And then he says the other is literally golf with the disc instead of a ball and a metal, a metal net thing instead of a hole. And he says both totally rock. And Tyler, I will take your word for it. I mean, I would go frisbee golfing. It seems like that's a quarantine activity we could do. Social distance, yeah. I mean, we could do meaning we could go to the frisbee golf course, but probably not succeed at any, I don't know, what you're supposed to do, put put discs through holes. Yep, put discs into nets. Have you ever seen me throw something? I'm, it would, I'd be there for days just trying to get one frisbee and one net. So thank you, Tyler, for uh, sharing your knowledge with us. And enlightening me. Converting me. <laughs> the only other thing we wanted to hit on this week is we wanted to spend a little time talking about what stories we've been keeping busy with. So, yeah, we've been doing some non-goosebumps reading in addition to what we're reading for the podcast, which personally has been really fun because actually throughout quarantine, I've had a really hard time reading and focusing on books. And so I think partly the energy from this podcast, partly you know other stuff is making me feel more up to reading. And that's been really fun. Yeah, and unsurprisingly, most of our reading has been in the horror genre. I just finished The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones, which I don't know how you describe it, but it's just, I don't want to give anything away. It's just creepy as hell and really, really well written, and I couldn't put it down, which was a nice feeling because it's been a while since I've been able to do that with something over, you know, 50 pages. I immediately swiped it from Andy and can confirm that it is awesome. It's unexpected. It's fantastic. I also read Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. It's a fabulous reworking of the gothic genre set in mid-century Mexico. I also don't want to give too much away, but if you have any interest in our eco-watch segments, you should really give this one a, a look. I just was on a roll, so I also read The Need by Helen Phillips, which is something you should check out if you like some of our theories and shared universe stuff. It's got some mind-bending twists and turns. It's also very stressful. A lot of it is about how hard it is to be uh, parenting two small children by yourself. So yeah, I was very stressed out while reading it. Speaking of scary parenting stories, I am in the middle of listening to Victor Laval's The Changeling. I'm listening to it as an audiobook, uh, basically every day when I'm on my bike ride or run. And first of all, I downloaded it from the app Libby, which probably most of you know about, but it, I have, am using it for my first time and it's just a library on your phone, but a big one. And it's really exciting for times when you can't go anywhere. And Victor Laval actually reads The Changeling. I think he's the one who's reading it. And he does a great job of reading his own work. So good on you. He's a great author. So I guess that's what we've been reading in terms of the very exciting landscape of contemporary horror writers, other than obviously R.L. Stein. If you have suggestions for us, though, stories you think we should check out, we're always looking for more recommendations. That's right. Contemporary, classic, in translation, send it all. Yes. And speaking of stuff you should send us, we love seeing horror art. We love following the hashtag. We love seeing Goosebumps fan art. If you are an artist who does horror art, it can be Goosebumps, it can be Goosebumps adjacent, or it can just be something else. Let us know. Uh, send it to us. We will feature it on our Instagram page. Yeah, and send us more stories, send us more theories, send us more queries, and look forward to sharing them with our listeners on our next mini episode. That's right. All right. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Good job. 
listeners beware. Send us more scares. Ooh. Ooh. Good boo. Good boo.